What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Kojak. We're back for another episode of the follow-up podcast. And uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, you know, we got tons of vlogs on there, a lot of follow-up podcast clips. Of course, we got Kojak's Corner. But on today's episode, you know, a lot of people can't, can't do interviews with me. You know, a lot of people can't just walk in this room and, uh, you know, talk their shit or tell lies, whichever one they try to do. You know what I'm saying? This individual to my right, you guys have already seen on Kojak's Corner. You know what I'm saying? Went off the top. No written. Definitely was a dope one as well. Goes to Bradley. You know, about to graduate. Yeah. And is pursuing music. You know what I'm saying? A guy... Hit me up on Instagram. He seen what I was doing. He fucked with what I was doing. And we made it happen to get him here for his interview, as well as Kojak's Corner. We got Remedy in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. what's up, everybody? What's good? What's up, man? How you been, man? I've been feeling good, man. Just chilling. Just relaxing these last couple of weeks. I'm out here, you know. Facts. And you, you graduate, what, next week? Yeah, week next from now? week, man. Walk across that stage. Be done. How's that feeling? Describe that feeling. Uh, it's a lot. It's like, you, you know, you spent a good amount of your time just focusing on like one aspect of your life. And now it's like a whole nother book opening up as you like exit that and you have to make new friends if you, you know, moving or, you know, find your way in life, you know, yeah. if you haven't already done that. Most definitely. So, uh, to start this interview off, man, can you, uh, just tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and like where you come from and everything of that nature? Yeah, well, I'm originally from the south suburb of Chicago. Uh, as a kid, I moved around a lot, so I was in different states, uh, a couple different towns out in the south suburbs, so I'm really from all over. Like, I got fam all over in Chicago, all all reaches of the city, so really, I'm just a kid from all over. Just And uh, really, how I uh, got to Bradley was really by chance. I saw that they had something I liked. Uh, I was a computer kid, so I was just really in computers. I was like, all right, I'm going to go there. And from there, uh, just making music just came, like, randomly. I would freestyle with my brother a little when I was a kid, you know. We would go back and forth, battle each other. You know, not really have the craziest lines, but over time, you know, came back to it. And really, it was my friends, people hyping me up, like, yo, man, you're so good freestyling. You should write something down. Like, you know, you like you could you could do this. Right. I, I didn't believe in myself. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to put something on some paper, see how it is. And I liked it. And then that, that following year, I was like, hmm, I'm going to take this a little more seriously and you know, see see exactly what I got. And I started challenging you know, better beats and beats from you know high-class artists. I started taking on Jay-Z beats and Drake beats and Eminem beats and seeing like what I really had at it. Okay. So who, was, uh, who would you say were your uh, musical influences growing up? Whether they were hip hop or not, uh, definitely Michael Jackson was one of the biggest ones. Like, entertainment wise, period. Like, just his level of intensity and what he put into his music when he was out there on stage, it just captivated me. Like, I know it did millions of people. And just, I was one of those kids in my kitchen with the socks on, just trying to moonwalk, trying to moonwalk, <laughs> trying to find my way. And that just really caught my eye as far as like, what you like what music could do for people like he can get so many people inspired and just into it just by like how he used his words and his emotion on stage and that that was just one thing that sold it for entertainment or entertaining people for me and then as far as rap 
like definitely my older brothers played lots of Tupac and Biggie. So rappers who really talked about their situation and what was going on and like I listened to a lot of KRS One after that and just I would listen to Cool and the Gang and older rappers and people and Slick Rick people actually like telling their story and where they from and that's what got me like motivated to like okay I can express myself through music. Okay, so uh, do you, do you still remember the first uh, rhyme you wrote? Uh, first rhyme I wrote. And you ain't got to rap it. I'm nah. just saying if you remember it. Uh, Actually, like, I remember a little bit of it. It was like, it was something basic, like, shoddy make your body through 360 like an Xbox. I got a gun <laughs> closet like an ex-cop. Like, yeah. some, you know, little stuff that I would play around because I see battle rappers and they, you know, they coming at people. So you got to come yeah. at people too. Yeah. But I think a lot of my music now is just like, you know, vibing what I'm into, how I'm feeling during the day and just like, okay, what the beef is. And were you, um, did you make music during uh, high school? Actually, I didn't. I actually sang. I actually put rapping away during high school. Because you actually sing, too. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if people know that. I actually, not. it's like how I started singing. It was like my sophomore year of high school, and I uh, didn't want to rap anymore. I didn't feel confident in it. So some some told me, like, hey, go back to singing. You used to do it as a little kid. So I played Mario, You Should Let Me Love You, like, every day when I came back from school on YouTube and I tried to sing every note word for word perfectly until eventually I got okay enough to sing it close to his range and then I would just find my own ranges and then eventually I just moved on to other songs and just practicing and I dealt with a lot of people telling me you can't sing you like stop like bro you should chill no, out no, on no, that you actually can sing and then I just kept going at it until I got to a point in high school where I could sing like really good people wanted me to the choir I was like alright I'll do choir for my last year of high school so Eventually, I just got to a point where I was practicing on my own daily, like just singing constantly, whether people told me to stop or not. Okay. What, what high school did you go to? Uh, I went to Hillcrest High School. That's in uh, Country Club Hills. Hillcrest. Yeah. I think they've been in the state before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, I actually came down here in Peoria like when they, when they came down the state when I was when I was going to high school there. Oh, did they win? Nah. They lost to Simeon? Nah, I think they lost. I think they lost to Peoria High School. Oh, that's a 3A school? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, Peoria. See, we got a W over Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, why Why did you um lose confidence in the rap? Uh, um, I just, I felt like, just far as, like, bars and, like, I didn't have enough life lived to, like, truly, like, rap out something that wasn't, like, that was meaningful. As far as, like, everything I was thinking about, I feel like it was just, like, like childish bars that I could like think up that stuff that rhymes that sounds cool but now like okay. when I make music it's I don't make it to like sound cool like it's something real that I'm like telling from my head that I like spin into a metaphor that has like a real tie to it so like everything I do now is like there's a connection to it like it's okay yeah at least you're honest though because some people they just rap to rap you know what I'm saying and what, what you're basically saying is like if it wasn't, if it ain't authentic, you know what I'm saying. You rather just not rap it. Yeah, you know what like I'm saying. I, just, I can't feel it, but and that goes a long way with with uh, the music. So coming coming fast forwarding to now, like where did the confidence come to where you wanted to rap again and actually put out music? Uh, I was actually like sophomore year of college. I was changing my major. I wanted to do something a little more like into my head and like really thinking critically so I 
switch my major to history, start taking more classes on like religious studies and stuff like where I could like critical think and like philosophers and really like digging deep into like what I wanted out of life. And then I had some good friends around me who like they would play guitar and they would play in a band. They would actually go to different schools and perform. So I was like, hey, I'll go freestyle with you. Like they'd be like, hey, yeah, yeah, you should come with us. Like come freestyle in this cafe in front of like all these people or come freestyle at this house party in front of all these people. Like, and I would do it. And that just, that story started to build me up. And I was like, all right, well, if I put something on paper, let's see what I got. And then I took it from there. And then, like, I actually had my cousin. So, like, I'm a little blessed. Like, he started sending me beats. He's like, yo, cuz, like, I heard you, you know, you rapping a little bit. Let's see what you got. And I just started taking off on him. And he, he believed in me, kept sending me more stuff. And I just been working at it ever since. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. What's your uh, creative process like um, when, uh, when you're um, creating a song and uh, when you're laying the song down in the studio, if it changes. Uh, as far as like creating a song, I actually have like a weird process. I don't know if other people do this, but for me, I'll play the beat until I'm about to start rapping and then I'll cut the beat off. Mm. And I'll just let all the words flow on the beat in my head. Like I can literally hear, like I'll play the beat once through then once I'm about to start going on some stuff, I'll play the beat to my part Stop and just start right now. All the words that come, and I might switch a line here or there. It might take me like thirty minutes or so. But then, once once it's all like said and done, I'll play the music back and just it'll happen to match up. Okay. Like, and so. uh, do you um like when you rec- when you record the song in the studio? Do you like read off of your phone or a paper or actually, do you try to have it all memorized? Actually, I try, I try to have it all memorized. All like memorized. I, I don't like having pieces of paper because it feels like I'm rapping it from the paper. So I like, yeah, having, yeah. I like to listen to it a thousand times, say it a thousand times till I get in the studio and I'm just rapping it without no paper, no phone, no nothing. And really, it's all about vibing in the studio. Like I like my engineer might hear something and I might be like, okay, let's take that back. Let's listen to it let's add this and let's add that like it's all about like vibing and finding the right flow on the song and then like that that combination of like good energy in the studio is what helped me like bring bring a good track together definitely definitely so words might get changed whole phrases might get changed but at the end of the day like it's still it's still my idea and like if I'm vibing with it people can help us vibe with it yeah so do do you um What's your stance on? Because obviously you're from Chicago, so um, and I asked uh, DJ Khalib the similar question. So like, take me to in like with your perspective of the different scenes of Chicago music. You know what I'm saying? You have the drill sound, which is not really drill now. You know, you have the Chance the Rappers. You have the underground music. So what what do you where do you see yourself in what lane? Uh, of those type of artists and then are you uh, someone who's trying to be competitive or are you just trying to make music right now since it's an early stage in your career uh, for me uh, shout out Khalid by the way for me uh, it's the music scene like there's something for everybody really like some people only like drills that's some people lifestyle like I, you can't knock them for it like they, when they hear that it's what connected them like mm-hmm. that's why that's why I love music because there's so many avenues for people to reach. Like they go like so many people live that drill life. Like it's real to them. Like uh, as far as like artists like Chance, I feel myself like 
being closer to that aspect where I'm I'm trying to reach a wider audience of people all the time. Like, cause I I've been around like all types of lifestyles, Chicago lifestyle, like from living poor to hanging out with the rich folks to to all over. So I like I understand it all and I try to incorporate all of that into my music. But I also at this point, like I just want to make a lot of music. I want to work with a wide compass of artists, like from ranging from different styles. Because how I started was with guitars and a, and a, and a you know a drum beat, and, yeah. you know, you know more. When I was getting more serious, that's how I started with like live music. I didn't like start just hey, let me hear this beat off the internet. So I definitely want to incorporate different styles. And like Chicago music scene gives you that. Like there's that drill style, but I could take a drill beat and I could turn it into something that's completely new that you haven't heard. That's a mixture of drill, a mixture of chants, a mixture of all of that. And that's that's what I'm excited to do now that I've like come into myself on music. I was like, okay, now what can I do to fuse and mix and like get Chicago together through music instead of having it so sectioned off to where you got this drill type, you got this like and chance is doing that too, like I, you can you can see it, so I definitely want to like enter that zone where I'm just yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I look at to me personally, um, I like Chance um, and Vic Mensa. I like Vic mm-hmm. Mensa more though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know this Rock Nation. You know, shout outs to Vic Mensa. But um, I feel they're in similar lanes, but they're different though. Cause like Chance is having fun. Yeah, Chance is more of an entertainer. Yeah, Vic Mensa is talking a lot of social consciousness mm-hmm. material, ver- or like personal experiences. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Chance is not doing that as of yet. You know, yeah. it may come, but he's doing social things. Yeah. He just doesn't talk about his music a lot. Right. So when you was growing up, um, did you did uh, you guys ever talk about like Twista, Common, or Kanye West? Or were the, were those artists like kind of forgotten in a in a in retrospect to the impact that Chief Keith had on the scene in Chicago? Uh, or Lupe, I forgot about Lupe. I feel like, at, to a, to an extent, yeah, a little bit, cause uh, like Twister was huge, like before Chief Keef and them hit the scene. Twister, Common, uh, Lupe, like that was that was the music scene to me. Like those artists, that was that was it. Uh, that was all there was. And when Keith came out and the new wave and the new energy, yeah. I feel like those artists. Like release music, but it kind of kind of faded a little bit, like because yeah. just who was played on the radio more and who reason got the I, most exposure. Reason I asked that is because Lil Bibby, like this was like a couple years ago. Lil Bibby had said in an interview he didn't even know who Common was. Wow, you know what I'm saying? And Common's one of the biggest dudes biggest, ever come out of Chicago. Chicago artist. So I was thinking around our age, in the early 20s, did anybody even? hear those guys' music anymore, or even care to hear those guys' music um, at, at a time because I'm pretty sure when you was growing up, you, Chicago wasn't popping musically, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Versus now, Chicago's a destination, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, uh, there's labels picking people from Chicago out all the time, you know what I'm saying? That's why I asked that. Yeah, I think I was speaking from my perspective. But I yeah. think from other people's perspective, I think a lot, there was a bigger wave of people who didn't, didn't know, even know them. Didn't even know that like Common and Lupe were from Chicago. Yeah. Like I found myself telling people sometimes, like, yo, like you know, Lupe's from Chicago. You know? like, yeah. 
He from here. Like a lot of people knew Kanye, but yeah. Kanye was huge. Did he ever come? Huge, did, did you ever see? Did you ever see growing up any any artists like come around Chicago? Like that are from Chicago? Just from a standpoint of artists you got you're looking up to. Like all right, I want to rap. R. Kelly was I one of like, R. Kelly. R. Kelly was definitely okay. one of them. Always saw R. Kelly somewhere in the South suburbs or in like in Chicago. Yeah, like the man, the man was just a, like a humble person. He was always around like just normal people. Like I would always hear something good about him being around, and then like I would hear about Lupe coming back and like talking about Chicago and like actually having emotion about like what's going on in the streets. Like he lost friends. Like to be in like the position he is. Like yeah. no matter who like his music or not, like. He came from the same place we all like we all was at at one point, like so. I like feel like that was like things I paid attention to in the music scene. But as far as like the new music scene, where like people were coming up, I feel like they they fell in the background, like real heavy. When I guess just the like the promotion side of everything switched, like like what what's the up and up, like what's the new beat style, like and I feel like people just. I don't know. It's not that they couldn't like keep up with the times or anything. It's just yeah. I mean, I mean, comments comments still yeah. out here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Comments still doing good. Twister, we ain't heard from Twister in a long time. Lupe, he be iffy. He sometimes he's retired. Sometimes he's not. You know, Kanye is Kanye. So you know, I definitely can see that. But I mean, this is a young man's game to a lot of people yeah. in Chicago. Everybody young. You know what I'm saying right now when. The dude I I, I want to hear from is Six Hundred Breezy, you know what I'm saying I mess with him a lot. He like uh, I don't he not in OVO but he like part of Drake Camp. You know some shit he beefing with that uh that XX Testacion dude <laughs> whatever yeah, dude bet, name is. I bet there's some beef there. Yeah, so you know that he probably he beefing with him things like that. But uh, what do you what do you want to see um you, yourself do? Uh, matter of fact, before you even answer that one. What's your uh, strengths and weaknesses at this point? I said right now, uh, one of my biggest strengths is being able to vibe with anybody. Uh, definitely being able to take criticism and like use it to better myself while I'm doing one track or maybe the next track. I might use a comment I heard about this track and apply that five tracks later and it just turned out to be the thing that I exactly needed for this track. So definitely that's like one of my biggest strengths, being able to like cooperate and vibe on music and definitely switch up my style to like different types. Like whether it's an instrument, whether it's a trap beat, whether it's a deep soulful, whether it's an old school classic, like being able to catch that wave on each different track and like feel it out more so than just project myself onto it. Okay. And then one of my biggest weaknesses I say is probably like on the production side of music and the networking side, just not being as out out there like showing my face as much and actually like being like super in depth on like the like track by track editing and my music and like certain you know aspects here and there I could touch up on and be well more versed in the programs like myself you like and you know touch up things I want to touch up and be able to do that so definitely I have to get that aspect of my uh musical tech like tech tech mind like I need to get that in gear and really like one day be able to touch my own tracks and like add my own beats and samples and mm-hmm. even even record my own guitar or drum parts on songs. So yeah. Yeah, so you trying to really become a complete artist. Yes. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, that's def- that definitely goes a long way because um, once you get your, your social media going, you know what I'm saying? I think that's going to help everything. It's just all it's just all about, you know, even though I put a vlog out, you know, talking about what Peoria music scene needs, you know what I'm saying? It goes for everybody, really. It, you know, it all goes to, like, creativity, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to do something different that hasn't been done before or that has been done but not in your area, you know what I'm saying, or, or locally, you know what I'm saying. And with you... uh like, I wish I would have known you, like, a year ago, you know what I'm saying? Because then we could have did this interview, and I could have told you some stuff. Because you got Bradley, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how many kids go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not you or I, but, you know what I'm saying? You got a whole school that you can kind of cater to, which, you, you you know, you do house parties and all that, too. Yeah. So you do got to... You kind of have a fan base, you know what I'm saying? Or people who, who already mess with your music. Yeah, just got to... Yeah, work on it more. Use my voice a little more. I feel like I I lack on social media a little bit. Like not actually opening my mouth. I mean, you're full time student too. Yeah, like, so it's like I know I got something to say. Like about what's going on. I just like to yeah. keep it on the wraps. You know, really analyze it before I actually open my mouth. You know, or even type on them keys, man. Like yeah, I don't, I don't just use that. You know, I don't use my words lightly. Like what I say is what I mean. So when I put even when I put something out, like I want to mean it. I want to like have it like fully expressed and understood by. it any and all who want to touch on the subject. Exactly. So, you finna graduate. What's the next step for your music career once you do go back to Chicago? Are you finna um, attack the music aggressively? You know what I'm saying? Or are you still going to be um, more strategic on the moves that you do want to make? Uh, I'm definitely going to go with a more aggressive approach when I get back. Uh, definitely performing a lot more, uh, working with other artists a lot more, uh, definitely getting on my visual game uh, videos for myself and with other artists, and just really hitting the scene and like being being out there and being more vocal with like what I feel should be going on and actually giving back to the community, being able to be like close to Chicago and just being able to like start projects I know I want to start and like just being able to hit it hard knowing that I'm finally back now and I just I got the time to work and then you know do my personal things too. Okay. Who um who are some of the artists that you want to work with? Uh definitely one of them is Big Sean. Like Big Sean. Big Sean's like bars and alliteration just captivate me every time so I definitely definitely want to work with Big Sean uh Drake Kendrick, J. Cole, definitely one of, like, I feel like me and J. Cole would definitely connect for, like, how he uses, like, like realism in his songs to, like, yeah. draw you in. Like, it might be a beat that's up, like, a beat, up tempo, but it's a real message behind it. Like, I, I definitely vibe with that. Um, I even want to work with Gucci one day. That would be so lit. Because, like, just somebody who's got, like, timeless amounts of songs in his head, like, this to stay relevant over years and just... Also, for just that different vibe, like, I've never been around somebody who has that type of, like, pump, like pumped energy and is, like, lit and, like, yeah. it's a whole different, it's a whole different feel. And I just want to be around, like, different types of music like that where it's, you know, not just one particular style. So, uh, I'd like to work with probably Fabulous one day. Fabulous would be Fabulous. awesome. Like, I've never heard a, a bad line from Fabulous. 
Not from me. No, I, I ain't never heard a bad verse from Fab. Uh, that would be dope. I would love to like be in cyphers with so many people, like Papoose, like Eminem. I would love to be in cyphers with so many artists. Man. I just, I don't, so, yeah. So like the list is. I like to see you with Wale. I don't know if you checked out Shine, um, his his new album, but the song you just played me like fits that vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that the vibe that he's on for that I don't know if that's gonna be what he's doing now, but just that album, that song. If that song was on his album and, and if you could leave and him, yeah, it would it would have made perfect sense. Yeah, I rock, you know rock with Wale. I rock with Wale. Like definitely ambition, definitely one of my favorites, man. Like I still got it on my phone now. Who don't still have ambition <laughs> on their phone? <laughs> Everybody got that. That's that early, yeah. early wallet. Yeah, I actually haven't listened to too much Shine yet, but I I heard like a, one track. I think he did with Wayne, yeah, but I, I definitely need to go listen. No, to scrap it. that track. Scrap that that track. shit trash. I, I mean, I didn't think it was that no. Bad. Running back's the worst song on the uh, project. Okay, and I'm I listened to. I got it on my phone. Running back's the worst project, worst song on the entire project, bro. I didn't. I that song just didn't. It fit. But it was just like, it just didn't make sense. Like, even when he, I don't know if you've seen uh, the performance on first take. You probably was in class. But they performed the song on first take a couple weeks ago or a month or two ago. And I just was like, what is this? I just just wasn't fucking with it. And he put the song second Mm. on the track list. I don't like to skip that early in in music. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But if if you would have put it last, it probably would have been okay. But so I yeah, definitely need to. That song back. does not make this. They make the project. Oh no, I definitely wouldn't like listen to one song and think, "Oh yeah, that's the whole project." I definitely got to listen to yeah. it. Yeah, he he definitely he definitely nice. Yeah. So who who would you say is uh your top five uh, uh right now, or you could go all time. Uh, for right now, I'll do top five no order. Just like J Cole, Kendrick, Big Sean. Then I'd have to go Chance, and for my fifth, I would, that's a tough one. There's so many, like, I would say Wayne. I would say Wayne, as far as this. Wayne? Yeah. Over the Migos? Yeah. Over Future? Yeah. Wayne ain't put shit out in a long time, man. Yeah, as far as like right now, he he alive and like a combination of all his music up until now, like yeah, I put, I I put him. I up. mean, you could you could say Jay Z, Eminem, and yeah, them yeah. dudes. Then if you are gonna go that route, you know you could yeah. But I'm gonna be honest with you, I ain't never been a fan of the Migos. Right? It's, it's a, it's a I fuck style, with so. culture. It's they a, album culture, that shit cold as fuck. I don't like the Migos. <laughs> But they just won me over. I'm a fan now. Like now, it took me a long time. Like I like Quavo. The other two, they they're Michelle and Kelly. They definitely make anything lit though. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. Like, yeah, like I like the vibe on every song. Qu- like, Quavo's the Beyonce of the group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Quavo's gonna need to do his own project. You know, not saying he got to say fuck the group, but I'm just saying he does so many features. You know what I'm saying? He, he comes up with so much stuff, bro. It's like, he, you know, why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Bad and Bougie, that was his song. 
All of them wasn't even on it. All of them weren't on Bad and Bougie. Yeah. I think Offset was on there a little bit. Takeoff wasn't on there at all. Or it was vice versa. But, I mean, they won me over. You know what I'm saying? Of course, everybody, you know, the cliche, the, the Coles, the Drakes, the Big Shines, Kendrick Lamar's. To me, ASAP Rocky is very underrated. Oh, yeah. I loved ASAP Rocky's album. Um, I like Wale a lot, too. I like Chance, the Vic Mensas of the world. You know, I like G Herbo. Oh, yeah. I think Lil Bibby's one of my favorites. One of your favorites? Yeah, one of my favorites. Who's your top five out of Chicago? Chicago. Like, right now. Bibby, Herb, Dirk. It's a lot. Bibby, Herb, Dirk. That's a top three right there. And then definitely got Vic and Chance. So that's that's your five. five. Yeah, man. Hey, bro, young Pappy, bro. Oh yeah, gotta remember. Gotta gotta be Pappy, bro. I fucking love this music. Uh, I I I like G Herbo a lot. I was a fan of Bibby. I do like Bibby still, but he he got to grow to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything he put out, it all sound the same. Right now, you know what I'm saying? I like Dreezy and I like Tink. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Dreezy. I love Dreezy. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Tink. Like, I don't know if you remember, bro, but it was like last year. Some, she had a she had a moment, bro, where she just was buzzing. And, and, you know what I'm saying? She was on Power 105 with Timberland. She had that moving bass track that was wasn't on. supposed to drop. And uh, she they tried some different songs. You know, One in a Million was one of them. It just, I don't know if it didn't connect with the fans. So now they got the drawing board again. Or? Yeah, I, like, I don't know. Like, then I heard some, like, some, some oh, what? legal stuff. She got caught up doing something or something. Like, yeah. Like, but but she, uh, she's um, she the best rapper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think... Like, I, I think like female I, rappers? Oh. No, I'm talking... Just, I'm just, talking in general. I think general? I think Tink might be the coldest rapper out of Chicago right now, man. Mm-hmm. Like, bar for bar? Bar for bar. Who, Vic, Vic Mensa, Chance can definitely rap, but Chance yeah. hasn't shown it enough. Yeah, he he really. Just, you know what I'm saying? Who else? Who else you think get busy that that can compete with her? I'm talking bars. I ain't talking about just yeah, making some street bars. shit. I'm talking about yeah. the shit she talking about. She got a freestyle. I remember. Yeah, other than Dreezy, really I remember. Uh, and Dreezy can't spit like her. Dreezy yeah, can yeah. rap, but Dreezy more of a. I'm going to swag on you, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you a few punchlines here and there. I like her album a lot, too. But, um, damn, I can't remember the name of the freestyle. Okay, but this shit, I was in my dad's basement at the time. Um, and when I when I say basement, y'all, it's a nice finished basement. Like, it's not like a, like I'm in a, like a bucket or nothing. Right. But, um, damn, what year was that? Bro, I think it had to be like 2012. She had a freestyle out. And it was like five minutes of torture, bro. Like, it was Just like going straight in. Yes, bro. Like, I don't, if it's someone else, like, if that was a cypher verse that she did for that five minutes, and someone else had to follow, it would have to be either Eminem, Hove, Kendrick, or Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, so she really went in. Yeah, she? bro. It was, it was on yeah. some, it was on some other shit. So, like, how, how, how do, how do you look at, the success Chicago's having right now, and even though it's a lot of people, it's a lot of people rapping there, but Chicago is at a point right now where it's a pipeline and everyone's checking out the music. Does that give you 
um, more confidence that you have an opportunity to make it because of the doors that are being opened by others? Or does it put more pressure on you to not uh, have an excuse if you fail? Mm, I definitely feel like there's a pressure aspect to it because, you know, now that you see so many people just putting themselves out there, you don't want to be last. You don't want to feel like you're behind yeah. the time. Yeah. But I'm definitely more excited that people are taking more of a look at the music because I felt like Chicago so isolated for so long, like to where people would check your music out and put you on. But then you have to move if you actually want to do something. Yeah. Like so, I definitely feel like I think people you still gotta move though. Yeah, they, and that's that's a, that's a thing. Like you still gotta, you low key still have to move out of Chicago if you want to really do something. And I want to like change that aspect to where you can stay in Chicago and get something yeah. done. Like where you don't have to move out like outside of your home city just to branch out when you can branch out here. Yeah. People just really put you know put their time into you. Like yeah, besides you, chance. Yeah. Cause Chance didn't move. He, didn't, he be like, going to Bulls games all the time. Right. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he got houses other places, but yeah. he still resides in Chicago. Definitely. But well, we need we just need more people like that. And yeah. Probably like him and his brother. Some more, some more, just big, big industry like events here, and like probably like a better, like better record labels that are closer to home. Like so, you don't have to travel so far, move away from all your friends and family, just. You know, to do what you want to do. Like, yeah. But I, I do understand, like, wanting to see the world, though. You do. You got to get out of your city sometime. And Definitely. Explore I, and see. I, I will on. say this, though. I think your lane, like, your your career path, because I was thinking about this last night. I don't know if you know who Saba Pivot is. No, I don't think so. You ain't never heard of Saba? Oh, oh, somebody just showed me him, I think. That's your career path. I'm gonna tell you who's. I'm gonna tell you about Sam. Okay. I believe it was 2013. It was 2013, um, or 2014. One of the two. Bradley had a concert at the Renaissance. Okay. It was supposed to be Joey Badass, Spenzo, and Saba. Joey Badass got sick, so it was just Spenzo and Saba. Nobody knew who the fuck Saba was. Okay, and I'm still trying to find the interview because we, me and my guy did interview him. I don't know where the fuck it's at, but I got to find it because he on now. Right. But no one knew who Saba was. By the end of his set, which was like 30 minutes, everybody was saying Pippet, which is like his slogan <laughs> at the end of it. No, yeah. The energy, he had a live band nice. and everything. I definitely think that's the path you take because he just did, a, what he did, bro, was he just did a whole bunch of fucking shows. No one knew who he was, just yeah. getting his name out there, having tons of energy. And next thing you know, he's on chance he's on he's on chance he got songs with Chance on Chance's album. Uh he was on Chance's album, Coloring Book. Uh Chance was on his album. He got songs with Taylor Bennett, which is Chance's brother. You know what I'm saying? Like when he dropped his mixtape or album on iTunes, he was front cover on iTunes and everything like that, bro. He be in LA now. And this dude literally like it's 2017, bro. So maybe it, maybe either four or three years he came from nothing to doing this now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he ain't no he talk he ain't talking about killing motherfuckers and all that. You know what I'm saying? He just got high energy and having fun. Yeah, that's and definitely got a crazy I'm, live show. Definitely, what I'm about, and I just want to be live for people on stage and just really express myself and hope people rock with it. That's yeah. That's and this I was at Bradley. You was going to Bradley, was yeah. you? What year did you go to Bradley? I've been here since 2012. 
You was going to Bradley, yeah. bro. When, oh, yeah. When he, yeah, you was going to Bradley when all this happened. But I probably wouldn't even worry about music at that yeah, point. Yeah. Like, at that point in time, I wasn't taking it too serious. Like, if I was. He's black, man. It was held by the black, uh, whatever y'all got. The, the Damn, I don't know what it's called, but it's like it was like these two girls. They was like doing something for like the black movement of Bradley or the yeah. black students at Bradley. You black and you ain't go. See that shit right there? See, that's the problem. Yeah, school with black is hard, people, man. man. Oh, this was during the week too, but it was at night. Like it was like seven to nine or something like that, and it wasn't a whole bunch of people there. It was good, maybe hundred, hundred fifty people there. Yeah, I definitely wasn't involved in the music scene. Like I probably yeah. should have when I was younger, but at that point, I didn't, I didn't think about music so serious as yeah. I did now. Oh, it was just it was just Chicago people, ain't right? um, yeah. they didn't have nobody opening up. It would have been dope to see Joey Badass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he said he got sick. <laughs> He probably just didn't want to perform, you know what I'm saying. But this is when uh, when Spenzo was was buzzing with the Wifer joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah everybody knew that. that song. I'm pretty sure you heard that played to death. To death, like, I, every I couldn't listen to the radio out hearing that. And, and that, that's a and that's another lane that Chicago had with Spenzo. Spenzo, he was talk gun shit a little bit, but he'd talk about the club and have fun too. So he was doing a little bit of everything, right? You know what I'm saying. So uh, definitely, I think Chicago definitely has a variety, and I mm-hmm. I don't see why you can't, you know what I'm saying, jump in that in that pot, you know what I'm saying, and have a chance to really make some noise out here. Definitely, you know what I'm saying. Have you ever, have you uh? So what are what are your main plans um, once you uh do get back to Chicago? As far as like. Are you um, going to be doing a lot of shows? Are you um, going to be working on dropping a mixtape? Or I'm definitely be doing a lot of shows, live performances, getting like getting people acquainted with me and like how my energy is on stage, and just giving people a chance to see like what I do and how I put everything into my music. And when you listen to it, and it's not just you know on some social digital you know uh, outlet, you can really see me like see that I'm hyped for it, like I'm into it. So. Definitely doing that, uh, getting on to more visuals and uh, making a visual for my songwriter that I dropped on iTunes, dropping more music, and dropping the mixtape in the summer. So definitely, like, those are my, like, short-term plans. Like, definitely get people to visuals and uh, perform more and just be more interactive with, like, people in Chicago who are looking for new music to listen to. And if they just... Don't know that it's out there. They don't yeah. know like I'm mm-hmm. out here rapping, and they it's a lot of people, man. Just catch that on. just search for music, yeah. bro, on a daily, you know. What so I'm definitely saying? just get new listeners and new people who actually truly rock with me. Like that's one thing I always wanted. Like people who actually like listen and like and maybe feel a connection, or even if you don't feel a connection, you just like the beat or somebody. Well, I'm just I'm just in some way like helping increase your mood. Like that's that's the dopest part to me. So okay. Meeting those people and just being able to connect those people, performing live in Chicago is definitely what I want to do over the summer. Okay. And um you do have music out right now. Yeah. So where can um can you tell everybody the name of the song, um, where they can hear that and then give the give uh give us a little bit of the backstory on what all went into the track. Yeah. Uh the song's called Rider and you can find it on iTunes. It was on Spotify for a little bit and I took it down. Uh but it'll be back up soon and then Really? Uh, it's on SoundCloud too? It's on SoundCloud yeah. too, okay. yeah. At Real Remedy. If one word, you find my SoundCloud. I'm going to be dropping more music soon. 
what went into the song, uh, I was actually at school and just thinking about how I've been single all since I've been at college. Like, I really wasn't trying to date too much. I was just, Damn, man. I was focusing on myself and just really, like, what will I do once I'm gone? 2012. And, yeah. Like, Bradley. I done been a lot of Bradley parties, man. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful women up there. <laughs> yeah, man, but I was, I was kind of chilling, just doing my thing. And I realized, like, when I get out in the real world, like, you're going to need somebody that's rocking with you, like, somebody who's really for you. And it's not even in a sense of a relationship type thing. Like, you need people there who just down for you. You need Facts. riders. Facts. Like, I, I didn't make the song just for women. I made it just for, like, whoever you who riding with you. It might yeah. be tell, it might be told from, like, a perspective of a love story, but it's whoever really, like, rocking with you. This song's for, like, you need a rider, like, somebody who's going to stick with you even through the tough times. Like, even when your hand's muddy and you doing what you, you know, you got to do to live. Like, yeah. Somebody who, who right there by you ain't going to, like, snake you or, you know. Try to like have some angle or agenda at you, like facts. They really there for you. I definitely can relate. You know what I'm saying. And uh, what I want to do for this episode is, um, if you got any music, like a song, I want to play it at the end of the episode. Oh, definitely to close out. I definitely got one for the end of college that I'm be dropping pretty soon. It's so, called Go. So I definitely play that one. If you got something, just send it to the email MP3 and. uh I'll put it. I'm gonna put it at the end of the episode so people can hear your music, and then um, mm-hmm. your song on iTunes, the links and all that will be in the description box as well, and include as well as your Kojak's corner. You know what I'm saying for that, and um, I I do plan on in the summer. I got your information going up to Chicago, so we we'll definitely have to link up oh, there. Definitely. You know what I'm saying I do plan on interviewing a couple people out there for sure. So um, can you, uh, what is, uh, for my last question, what is uh, the one message you would like to leave um, people, you know what I'm saying, that uh, do fuck with your music, and uh, people who are, li- who are listening or seeing uh, this interview, and uh, they necessarily haven't heard your music, but what is the one thing you want to tell them to get them to give your music a chance? Uh, definitely listen to it and listen to every word and hold me accountable. If right. you can listen to every word and you can tell me that you didn't like it, I'll, I'll trust you on that. But if you listen to every word and you're like, I really understand what you're talking about. And I really understand that you could keep going with this and you got more to say, then definitely keep rocking with me because I do. I got volumes of stuff in my head. I'm just ready to tell the world and ready to express that I know could benefit in a way. And I've just been holding it back because there's a lot that goes on in the world. And there's a lot people don't see. And they take everything at face value and surface value. And my music, I want to scratch under that surface. I want to get past that, what you don't see. And I want to give you insight into that through my bars and metaphors like there's there's aspects of life that go past just looking at somebody's skin tone or go past just looking at the base actions of what go on in the world. Like there's a, there's a lot of underlying key factors and different angles, and you have to take things at different people's perspectives, and that's where my music lies. I don't always speak from like a direct perspective of mine. I try to look in other people's shoes and gauge their reaction on things 
And that'll be where I cultivate my idea for my song. It's like a lot of unity that goes into my music of me com like combining multiple multiple aspects on a thing, not just my outlook on it. So definitely if you're down for music where your perspective where you you think you can find your perspective in the world, you'll want to listen to me because I'm definitely trying to incorporate all people's perspectives. All right. Uh, definitely appreciate you coming through and giving, you know, a little bit of your time and and your perspective on your music as well as your story. So um, can you tell everybody um, where they can get in touch with you on social media and uh, also put your email address for any producers or um, artists that want to work with you and collab? Yeah, for social media, uh, you can get in contact with me on Instagram. That's really where I'll be. Mostly, uh, you can find it at Real Remedy. This, uh, then you can find my Twitter. Uh, I'm starting to get into Twitter a little more uh, at underscore the Real Remedy. Uh, those are where you can find me most on social media. And then I also have a Facebook page. It's Real Remedy as well, so you can find me posting stuff on there too. And uh, if you want to get in contact with me, my Gmail is remedyrapper at gmail dot com. That's it. Pretty simple. Just one word. And, uh, yeah. All right. You already know Kojak underscore follow up on everything. Follow up podcast on everything. Fuck with my man Kojak. And uh, make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow up content. Um, uh, follow up content network on everything as well. Uh, follow up podcast on the Facebook page. Um, be on the lookout for Clutch Podcast dropping June 19th. Um, we got some things planned for the summer the uh in June and early July. That's gonna be a busy, busy month. So you might not be getting a lot of podcasts in June. Um, but it's it's for a reason, you know what I'm saying? It's saving up for something that's dropping in July. Um so be on the lookout for that as well. Um make sure y'all go check out the vlogs that I dropped um with myself in them. But uh the whole staff will be doing vlogs, you know, it won't it won't just be me doing them. And um, with uh, Kojak's Corner, make sure y'all check out everybody's, especially check out Remedies. It's in the description box below. And uh, we out. God bless. Yeah. You say everybody in the shot. Look. When I leave, I'm not lost. Trapped in a cage in a room filled with exhaust No price tags to be found, but I'm still paying the cost And no matter what coast I hit, the fame I get The shot deeply rooted in my soul And I won't never forget how to flip the script DJ gave me my chance to spit Knowing that I'd never be stationary This revelation varies on whether I make the nation hear me Patience clearly, but I've been waiting too long for my shot to blow With just one slot to go Trying to reunite families that matter longer than the Cosby show But I'm not that close Drifting farther away, and I can't miss a face. Your cloud nine flow ain't got shit on this out of space. Void of grace, and never knowing my destiny. But won't get caught up in what's next to be. That's why I gotta go. Don't ask me where we go. Don't ask me where, cause I'm already on the road. Got a gun that's not for show. With a limited shots to blow, and 11 more stops to go. So don't ask me like you don't know. Don't ask me where we go. Yeah. Don't ask me where we go. Yeah, cause you already know Yeah, don't ask me where we go
For so long that I start to get the feeling That niggas been still in Throwing stones at my glass ceiling But the sky's the limit Throwing rocks at the sun But I'm steady missing Words of a poet often envisioned from within But I'm not the center of this solar system Starving artists but I'm not craving attention Cause truly those phony smiles be distance Not gone yet so let me finish Never let my word be diminished Keep a bad bitch not bad business They gon' hate cause I'm young and I'm getting Instead of walking spread to the finish Trying to travel the world softly Cause you ain't got the motivation to go visit And not just live, you be living Asking these dumbass questions The messages you clearly been missing I come back to my city from that suburb To the inner blocks where they fuck with me And I'm the only rapper that's gonna do it different Just be glad you got to witness Without sending shots Having everybody's spirits in the shot are lifted They say rap a little less smarter Then you'll be all good in this business It'll help your image Never gave a fuck about a critic I rap for my people to listen Not to line my pocket So I can cover extravagant trips and expenses I got a gun for the cops and not the opposition This what the block been missing They say they want a real rapper Will stop your wishing Cause I'm rocking with you And I prove my character Just ain't for show But don't ask me where I go Don't ask me where we go Don't ask me where we go Don't ask me where Cause I'm already on the road Got a gun that's not for show With 11 shots to blow And 11 more stops to go So don't ask me like you don't know Don't ask me where we go Yeah Don't ask me where we go yeah, cause you already know Yeah, don't ask me where we go Go, go, go Don't ask me where we go Don't ask me where we go Don't ask me where we go